0: Hey guys, welcome to the Begging Podcast episode number 481. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being you, you being the week in geek, bringing you the, the top first geek being stories. you.
1: <laughs> the first listener. being you.
2: Yes, you the listeners. We bring you
3: the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the list, the books that we are looking forward to coming out. June 1st? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I got it right. I remembered that. I didn't write it down
0: at all. You did good. Uh, then we followed that up. 2022. With- <laughs> we followed that up with our weekly rotating main topic. And this week in celebration of Disney Plus's Obi-Wan Kenobi series coming out, we're going to be taking a look at everyone's favorite Jedi Master, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. And as always, we start off with a beer, if we are able to drink. Uh, And I am having from Duvel, Belgian brewery, their 6.66. This is a Belgian blonde, and this is a lighter version of their regular Duvel beer. Um, It's nice, it's light, it's crisp, it's got a little citrus to it. It's got those tight Belgian bubbles. Um, it's, it's nothing to really write home about, but if you're looking for a nice light Belgian that's not a, a Belgian white for the summer, this would be good.
0: Hmm. I'll go next. Uh, for tonight, I have a bunch of beers that I uh, picked up. And these are all going to be from Duke Claw Brewing, and I'm starting off small, and then I'm going big. Uh, so we're going with a 5.5 percent sour ale to start, and this is the Sour Me, Dark and Stormy, and this yeah. is an ale brewed Ooh. with ginger and lime. And right off the nose, like you get, it, it smells like a dark and stormy. Um, taking a sip, it's very ginger forward, a lot of lime on it. They recommend topping it with a slice of lime. I don't think you need to do that unless you're trying to put on airs for some reason. Um, there's already enough lime in this. My only complaint about it is it says, you know, it's inspired by Dark and, St- and Stormy. Ha! Uh, dark and Stormy, but I'm not getting any of, like, a nice, like, sweetness. There's no, like, rum aspect to this, which is really kind of what I was hoping for. Like, if this had been aged... In like Caribbean rum barrels or something, I think it would be a knockout. As it is, like it's a really nice sour. Like it's very bright, very crisp. Uh, that ginger and lime definitely pop out. Um, I I finished my rum. I was gonna say I might put a shot of rum in this just to mm. to jazz it up a little bit. But I drank all my rum uh, when I was off the other day. But you know what? I, I'm still I'm still digging it. I
3: was surprised when you said you're doing a light one, and then you said you had a, a, a dark and stormy. I was like, I thought he was <laughs> doing a light one. He's he's going to do a barrel-aged? Uh, because that's exactly what I thought. Or, like, oh, are they doing, like, I don't know, something. Is, they used cane sugar as a sugar okay, to help eat the yeast and do that. Like, I was... But it's odd that it would be called a dark and stormy and not I mean, it's... have some something... Extra besides just ginger
0: and lime, because you could also just call it a mule, then right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe there's something in the malt that they use because it's you know it's kind of dark. So maybe that's where they're going for. Like it's definitely okay a darker yeah. ale. I mean, a mule I would think would be a little bit lighter. Clearer, but this is definitely like more caramel color. But yeah, I'm I'm not gonna pick nits about it because. You know, it's still good. I'm just kind of sad because they called it a Dark and Stormy. If they just had it it as a sour ale with ginger and lime, I still probably would have bought it. And I would still like it for the same amount.
3: What was this this brewery from?
0: Duclaw? Duclaw? Yes. Uh, Paul, you're on call today, so you're drinking something a little bit
2: different. Yeah, I'm drinking something with uh, added caramel color. It's the third ingredient after water and high-fructose corn syrup. That's right. I'm drinking a Pepsi. But not any kind of Pepsi. This is the new Nitro Pepsi, Draft Cola. And uh, this is like drinking a flat Pepsi. It's got like... It is... uh, The first couple sips, you're like, okay, this is kind of fun. It's easy to drink. There's no... It's not super effervescent, you know? You don't have that... You know, the... uh, the, the the bubbles just raging everywhere and just uh, leaving a syrupy mess on your hand as you uh, grasp your your, your uh, vessel of choice, um, drinking vessel of choice. Uh, but then after tr- getting through most of it, I, it's just like drinking a flat Pepsi. It's not great.
3: I'm Chris. Right, I will I will say. I will say okay. um,
0: there was like some rum wood aging with that. Hmm. So like on the wood, not in the barrels though, correct? Yeah, I think they put some maybe put some staves in there.
3: I don't know what I was expecting from the Pepsi nitro. But I was thinking of, you know. A little bit frostier. <laughs> I don't know, a little bit Uh yeah, I would have agreed, Paul. I would have liked it a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. And the smoothness is right up front on it. Mm -hmm. But also like once that little bit of head goes away, it is just flat Pepsi. Yeah. Because it's that creamy head that gives you that like hey kind of like
0: So is it almost like a like a float that you like dug the ice cream out of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Basically.
2: Yeah.
3: And I just had a
2: I had a root beer float before we started the podcast. Just Did you because, really, yeah, yeah, because I wanted to have a good uh, baseline <laughs> what if, guys, I'm not on call i, I go crazy with <laughs> sugar <laughs> like if I'm not having alcohol i'm I'm sure I'm a sugar fiend it's uh no uh, you know uh, Monday fun day, I wanted to uh play uh, the card game that my grandmother taught me back when I was a kid, and drink beer floats, so uh, you had the fixins and you said, why not keep yeah, going, why not keep going and i I wanted to compare and contrast because you know. That's what they're right. That's what you're kind of thinking. You're getting is kind of like a float quality kind of thing, and it is not a float. Maybe the next one with the uh, vanilla will be like okay, this is like a float. But yeah, after that head's gone, man. It's there's not that rich creaminess that I was expecting from it either. Yeah, that nitro creaminess. Um,
3: Because you're you're expecting it to drink like a Guinness. yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And it's, it's still pop. It's still
2: just soda. Just yeah. soda. Or pop, whatever. Don't email me. Well,
0: email me, listeners. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's going to head us into the news. And we've got a bunch of stories from the past week. Uh, where do we want to begin? Paul, wh- what do you think is the most noteworthy news Ooh. that we have previously discussed? Uh.
2: I, I don't know. I kind of like my story about Marvel getting the like the sound likeness, the the video likeness, and signature likeness uh, rights for Stan Lee uh, from uh, his two different his estate and also I guess Power Gaming Company. Uh, so Marvel said that they weren't planning on like doing new digital cameos with the likenesses rights, but
3: but what else? Uh, is Stan Lee is going to be in the Hall of Presidents now.
0: <laughs> I I do think this is going to be more one of those things for I don't want to say archival purposes, but it'll let them use him in like the back of a comic book. It's like a Stan says, this book's okay with like his signature on it. Um, I'm just hoping eventually down the road we get like a Wonder Years type series that'll be voiced by an animated uh, Stan Lee. Where he but, can just, it'll be like his life story.
1: Oh, kind of like Young
0: Rock. Yeah, and it'll just be like, boy, was I tired
1: that day. <laughs> but um, this
2: deal is only good for like five years or something like that, too. So it's not even like in so perpetuity. It's probably a right to extend
0: it or
1: something down yeah. there. And
0: it's so. It's. I just don't. I. I would rather have Marvel have the rights to his likeness, signature, like voice than the other companies that have had it because that's when they started doing like weird stuff with it. Like the NFTs that they were going to be releasing and like all that crap. I would rather have it be associated with something that he worked with and created than just someone else like slapping his name on stuff like from the house of Stan Lee. (laughs) Blue blue blah blah man like no it's Stargazer. Cr- created in Starboard. the spirit of Stanley like I don't I don't want that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah I'd rather ha- like them slap his name on something and like put out a special cover than than anything else I'm selective with my cash grabs guys <laughs> uh, and um,
3: speaking I, of- oh go ahead I was just gonna say uh, something we forgot I think I don't think we talked about it last week when it happened but uh, Frank Miller creating his own comic book line
1: oh. or
3: comic book co- he's creating his own comic book company and Dan DeDio is stepping in to also work with it with him is the uh, publisher right?
0: Probably, I, I do remember I, you sending that over to us and thinking like oh well that'll be on like the back end of the preview stuff that I don't pay attention <laughs> to or pick up Um Know, I've aged out of reading the Frank Miller stuff and like thinking it's cool because it's just it's edgy for edgy's sake. Because it's got to be like you know, that comic book raconteur, like he's got to roll in and be like, Batman says, God damn it now, and you can see his dick. But that doesn't make a good story. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: No, um, I, I one of the things I did see about it was, um, one of the reasons he wanted to do it was to give more voice to creative artist team artists and writer teams um so it is going to be kind of like uh image where they own they own their material that goes through there they're just you know miller's going to take a portion of it and then he's also going to do a sin city western and a sequel to uh his ronin book through it
2: See, I saw that in the title, and I'm like, "Well, I'm not interested in either of those two books." No. <laughs> so I didn't realize there was publishing, and that he was actually going to have other creators. Yeah. come on.
3: yeah, it's gonna line. be a it's gonna be a comic book company. So he's gonna he's gonna do two things, which probably he'll do like the first issue, and then nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen that before. Uh, and then, um, yeah, it's it's more to showcase uh, different writing and artist teams, or a writer and artist. To do stuff. Okay. Well, I like that a lot more. than I like. I just. I like the thought of just Dan Di back in the comic book world. <laughs> Any way he can do it.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I was hoping that he'd go back and uh, work on a, trying to get reboot back up there.
0: Let's hope not. It maybe they'll do. The maybe they'll do a reboot comic. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but building up my previous segue, and speaking of cash grabs. Uh, Everyone's favorite Red Ranger, Jason, a.k.a. uh, Austin St. John, the actor that portrayed him, has been federally charged uh, with wire fraud for engaging in a payroll protection program scheme where him and a bunch of other people were involved in creating fake businesses and then applying for uh, payroll protection loans during the uh, COVID pandemic. Um. So yeah, John, you had an interesting little tidbit off of that too.
3: Uh. Yeah. Um. All of the original cast had just signed on to do a reunion or special. Um. But the one thing you forgot, Chris, is like when they were arresting him, he was yelling out, "It wasn't me. It was
0: Balkan Skull." Oh. Mm-hmm. They were probably like peering around a corner. <laughs> what. Man, if only the putties had attacked at that point, he would have been able to get away. <laughs> um, I don't. Celebrities don't do dumb things. Like you're already going to conventions and frauding people out of their money for like headshots and signatures. Just, just continue doing that because at least the fans are getting something out of it, and you're not defrauding the government.
3: Yeah, I. You know, I. You get criminals who get caught, get caught because they're dumb. There's no like it was We have we have this app for my store where it's a scan app you scan the product you go up to the register you scan the register all your products that you scan pop up there and you pay and you're on your way. And we caught this guy because through the app he got red flagged. He got red flagged cuz he was going through the store scanning things and then deleting them off the list but he would do the same items every wednesday at the same like basically the same time and they're like well this this isn't a this isn't a random thing the guy who stole like 13 almost uh 1300 dollars over yes. over this matter of weeks and it's like yeah if you were gonna do it why'd you scan it like you could have just mimed that you were scanning it if you were and just delete it, anyways. I think so it would they, be
2: really funny if he actually made like a beep
0: boop sound as well. <laughs> boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 oh, oh, that one didn't boop. Let me try again. Boop! Oh, it worked. Um, no, that's scared it all. Speaking, speaking of something else that works, uh, one of my one of my favorite Doctor Who's uh, was David Tennant, and we received word that both David Tennant and Catherine Tate will be returning. For the Doctor Who 60th anniversary special. Um, the Doctor and Donna was one of my favorite Doctor companion matchups. I'm excited that she's going to be coming back. I'm happy that they're both still interested in doing like their versions of these characters like 10, 15 years after they originally portrayed them. Because it's been a minute. We've had multiple Doctors since then.
3: Um, yeah and he um what was it the the day of the doctors that was the 50th yeah oh jeez. and this is what this is 10 years later (laughs) yeah is it the 60th anniversary this is the 60th so
2: yeah i'm just going to get some uh the nitro exploded so i'm going to get some paper towels and clean them my desk real quick Ooh! but you guys carry on
0: you go ahead and uh, you jump into that. I'm going to try to find a new story that Paul probably wouldn't want to talk about. And that's going to be... Most of them. Most of them. <laughs> uh, that's going to be uh, announced recently, too, that Daredevil's going to be returning to Disney Plus with a brand new series. Um, showrunner for the last season returning, as well as Charlie Cox. Um, apparently, Disney has enough interest in this character, not just to bring him back for Spider-Man No Way Home, but also keep them around doing something new and if we see more of the defenders kind of spinning out of this cool if not that's fine too like Daredevil was my favorite of all those anyways
3: yeah and they said it's gonna be a soft reboot like almost all the characters are coming back um and then you know everything has happened in the previous series but they're gonna take some liberties to make stuff better or in their in their vision better um yeah it definitely was it was the better of those shows but it still had its it still had things against it, it
0: still what they still weren't great i i put it at the top of the like top tier that i don't have anything springing to mind that i disliked about it i mean i know there were some episodes that kind of maybe meandered a little bit um As a whole, I enjoyed it. Uh, Much like... I don't want to jump into She-Hulk until Paul's back. But much like I think I'm going to actually enjoy She-Hulk, which we did get the official release date and trailer for. A lot of people are having issues with the CG in it. But I think that's probably unfinished. I think they'll polish it up a little bit more before the series comes out in August. Um, I think it looks like a She-Hulk show. We're... Able to kind of piece together when this takes place due to Bruce Banner being Smart Hulk and still having use of both of his arms. So this is probably at some point during the snap. Uh, it's I'm looking forward to this. Could
2: he be after he healed up from after the snap as well? Because uh, does he la- have the arm in the sling during Shang-Chi? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. My bad. And then he's. Did you guys already back- talk about that?
0: Not yet. We literally okay. just started talking about it because I. So you kind of milling about. Um, no, because at that point too, he's also reverted back to just regular Bruce Banner. Uh, um, but Paul, yes. you're the you're the big She-Hulk fan amongst the three of us. Your thoughts on the trailer?
1: Uh,
0: I was just wondering where Andy the Android was with mm. his uh,
2: uh, his chest. His uh, what was it? Chalkboard, right? Do was we, it Android? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Do you it's want to years. be carried around like a baby by Jennifer Walters?
3: Uh, you know what? It probably wouldn't be the worst. Probably be pretty good. You know, uh, in, in my younger years, I'd totally be into it. <laughs> <laughs> you <fine? laughs>
0: younger, like
3: twenties. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um,
3: it looks fun. It looks like I mean I, late a... teens to late twenties. That that range there. Thirty nine max. Yeah. It's a, Well, it wasn't last year, I'll tell you that.
2: (laughs) I'm excited because uh, I hope it's more than just a procedural, like, attorney show. And it definitely seems like it's going to be that way. I hope they don't lean into that too heavily, the uh, attorney-a-law bit.
0: I think we'll have, like, an overarching, like, big story. But I'm okay if they go a little bit more low-key, like, small potatoes on this mm-hmm. um, just to do something different. I think
1: not but, everything
0: needs to be huge world yeah. or multiverse ending threat, um, but let's have some fun and then bring her in for maybe some bigger, bigger thing.
2: Uh, the reason why I'm afraid of them leaning into it is because when they have done those smaller uh, street level kind of stories, they tend the. Episodes seem to kind of drag and are slow. I'm thinking of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm thinking of Hawkeye, where you're like, eh, one or two episodes could have been cut out of these. And, like, it could have been, instead of, like, if they were eight, they could have been six episodes.
1: Mm,
0: I don't know. I think just tonally She-Hulk's going to be different, too. Like, I think they're going to be going in, like, looking to do something different. So, I don't know. I'm... Excited for that as well. Yeah, more comedy. I like it. You like it. Uh, Speaking about doing things a little bit different and more comedy, we got the next Thor Love and Thunder trailer the other day, like Monday, like two days after we recorded this. You guys check it out.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I grabbed my popcorn. I I had to see
0: what uh, Kristen Bell
3: was going to look like. (laughs)
0: He looks like Christian Bale, except in black and white. <laughs> He's got some face paint on. Uh, looks awesome! It looks like we're going to be getting a lot more Jane Foster, like right from the get go in it. Like I think her appearance is going to be right at the beginning of the movie, and then the rest of the flick is going to be like the two of them going together. Uh, is looks... she able
2: to shatter the hammer and use the pieces as a weapon, and then bring the hammer all back together? Yeah, was Looked cool. like yeah, it. she like,
0: she flings him was... out at someone it...
2: Uh-huh cool. I'm like, alright, that that was legit cool Like, <laughs> it's just like something that I Wouldn't have thought of, and then I saw it happen I'm like, did that? Is that what happened?
0: Uh, it looks like it's a lot Of fun, I mean, obviously it doesn't come out For a couple months still, so it's gonna be really Hard to Not get too excited for it, but Just based off of how I feel about Thor Ragnarok I think this is gonna be another one up at the Top of my list, like I don't see how it couldn't
1: be.
3: Yeah. No, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I I had my doubts a little bit about Bale. Just because I really wanted to see gore like, with that alien face. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do kind of like the way it looks. And I like that he's like... Gold eyes, the black and white, all of that. it, It looks good. And he can emote as an actor, not being behind makeup or a Um, digital face. I'm
0: glad you brought that up because I was going to say that seemed to be something that uh, Christopher Eggleston had trouble Mm -hmm. with when he was playing Malekith. So I think they've kind of tried to make sure that didn't happen again. And also
2: he gets to speak English. (laughs) I'm
3: like... Yeah. I mean, that was half... I think that was half the thing of... You had a great actor but he couldn't deliver lines and make them worthwhile, you know, bring the ships down. They'll kill our men. So what? Like we'll win. But it's knock snock knock snaw. Yeah. You know, it just it just doesn't, it doesn't translate. You can read that in a, com, you know, comic book you can read that he's saying it in another language, mm-hmm. but when you do it in another language it doesn't it just doesn't read.
2: Yeah, the gravitas isn't there. Though. Emotional yeah, Yeah.
0: Uh, and then I think the last thing we got, uh, did this just happen today, John, with the, the, well, actually I would say like two Blue Beetle bits of news. Yeah. Cause we didn't talk about the other one too. Yeah.
3: Um, I think the, it, whenever I sent it, did I see, send the picture thing today of the Blue Beetle? So we got our first image of, of, um, the Blue Beetle TV show that'll be coming out. Um, you get to see the the character in full costume. Regalia? Costume? And then. Um, I don't. How did I go with Regalia? No. That's weird. And then there was a leak from the casting of um, The Blue Beetle saying that they're looking for a certain type of actor to play Ted Cord. Uh. And um, they're looking for an actor like this, and they have a picture of like uh, Jason Sudeikis' head with his eyes blurred out and some of his face blurred out, kind of making it, making you assume that he's going to be playing uh, the second Blue Beetle. Which I was like, you know what? That's pr- I I really kind of like that. I think that's a good choice to for the Blue Beetle, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, Paul. Head lasso. He yes. To Ted Two Cord. tens.
2: Two tens together. Well, as one. Yeah, I, yeah. He's he's a very like I loved Don SNL when he played the devil. Just so likable. Just so, you know. So uh, if he brings that likable personality to, to Ted Cord, I think uh, I think it'll serve the character very well.
0: So. Uh, I think he will. He just seems like a very likable guy. Um, even in the, oh, other SNL actor, Will Forte, um, in his last man on earth show, Jason Sudeikis played his like more successful astronaut brother who has also, uh, survived the plague. And he was fantastic yeah. in that as well. Um, I like him a lot. And so I was getting my beard. Did you talk about our first look at the actual, I mean, this yeah, beetle too. And it's full, yeah, of regalia. And it's full okay. regalia, yeah. It, I think, it looks like a better Blue Beetle than we had previously in live action. What was it? Like small. It was yes. Yeah, they had a Blue Beetle.
3: they supposed. And then there was, there supposed, was supposed to be another to one, be one that was something a, else, like Legends of Tomorrow. wasn't There's was supposed to be a spin-off show that was going to be like a. It was there, like that's a right, backdoor pilot it. in one of the shows, and I don't know if it ever aired.
0: I don't think so, but because if it was on Smellville, we all gave up on. But we didn't talk about it for the show. But also announced recently, the CW's Arrowverse or Flashverse, whatever you want to call it now, basically being completely trimmed down. Like the only show we're going to have going forward actually is the Flash, and then I think
3: that Superman Superman and yeah, I I think that Superman Superman and Lois
0: is still going on. Yeah, everything else. Tr- season eight trimmed. is
2: the final season for The Flash. I think I didn't they announce that? I might be I, wrong.
0: That's so on the periphery of my nerd fandom now, since I haven't watched any of those shows in so long that when I see news stories about them, it's always kinda like, Oh, Legends of Tomorrow still a thing. Oh it's like, not anymore. But not not anymore. Which is you know, yeah. great run for like such a weird Idea and such a like small, like niche group of characters. Um, shout out for CW for taking that risk and actually having it work because we've talked about it before. CW knows what to do with those characters more than Warner Brothers and DC seem to be able to do in the actual movie.
3: I think the because they I don't think they gave the Batwoman show enough time with the new actress. But also I think they're cancelling that because they have the Bat Girl Show coming out. And I
0: the Gotham yeah. Knights one. Which they I did see they put up like the teaser poster for, like the one sheet. And looking at those people, it's you you can't tell who any of those characters are. They just look like angsty teens walking down an alleyway and it says Gotham Knights underneath it. I'm hopeful, though. I mean, I like a lot of those characters in the... Well,
3: the, no, the, the Bat Batgirl... Is it a
0: movie? The Batgirl oh, the, movie. Yeah, the Batgirl yeah, movie. Think, that's a... Yeah, yeah, that's gonna I be think HBO. that
3: is one of the reasons why they... They might have been cutting ties with that show. Um, And they put out that show, I, Naomi, I, I, and I it's like that show just... That first season just ended, I think, and they canceled... Yeah, it's not coming back. It's not
0: coming back, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I. We read the first comic for The Look Back, and I can't even tell you too much about that character or where that comic or show would be going. So I can understand why that might not have hit with watchers. Um, and then, same thing with Batwoman, too. I think maybe that show just had enough trouble behind it from the beginning that maybe they didn't have total or complete faith in it, but they just wanted to try something different with a new actress. Um, and I never watched it. Not my, not my thing anymore, but guys, you know it is my thing. What's Another beer? Drinking a beer. Uh, my next one, also from Duclaw Brewing Company, is Noir, and this is a black IPA sitting at 7% uh, ABV Black IPA is one of my all-time favorite styles of beer, and not a lot of breweries do them anymore. Um, I literally just poured it, and it was very heady. So I'm just going to take a quick sip. Uh, ooh, that's that, that's a big sip. It was it was a very rocky, bready head on it, um, but this is absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm glad I picked this up. This is definitely something I would grab more cans of because they did have it available in their, like, single section. Um, I think it was, like, 3 49 for this can. I'm definitely going to be grabbing more of this. It hits all those nice, roasty, hoppy notes. Um, well done, Duclaw. Well done.
3: Uh, so I'm drinking from Ellicottville Brewing. This is a brand-new summer beer from them, and this is called their Weed Whacker IPA. A happy summer ale with agave and lime. And it's not bad. It reminds me of something, but I can't put my place on it. 5%. It's kind of like if you were rinsing out your mass agave out of your glass with kind of a, just like a multi beer. It's it's really not bad, but it has that kind of margaritiness to it with that agave and lime. Um, but it's still like a beer. I could see at a picnic popping some of these down. Like, it's really not bad. I think it's nine ninety nine for a six-pack, 12-ounce can, 5%. A hot day. You finish mowing your yard or your walk in the parks, Chris, like this would be a nice beer. How you would get this beer down there. I, I do not know. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any Ellicottville stuff. So, I think there's you know.
0: places in New York that don't get it. So I'm, I'm always surprised by what does wind up popping down here. Um, even just this past week, we had the big comic book convention in Orlando MegaCon, and, Every, like, supermarket or, like, my beer store had end caps up for Dragon's Milk. Because Dragon's Milk was the official craft beer of Orlando really?
1: <laughs>
0: Which, really weird. Okay, cool flex. Uh, but that's awesome. That's one of my favorite beers. Uh, as part of that, they had the Dragon's Milk Reserve Salted Caramel available. I was gonna to try to keep one of them for tonight. Uh, I was not able to because it was the right amount of salty caramel with that dragon like That I I just <laughs> read all of them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't. I couldn't wait. Ben, um, love it. Paul, do you have any other beverages you're gonna be
2: tearing yeah, into? I'm I'm gonna get the sour belly pretty soon with all this sugar. Uh, this is the Nitro Pepsi Vanilla. Vanilla draft cola, and again, uh, this all the bubbles ex- uh, escaped as I first opened it and you know poured all over my desk. Uh, so this is again a very flat Pepsi that has the very light hint of vanilla on the aftertaste. It's not; it does not scratch that itch of a root beer float. Guys, if you want a root beer float, just make yourself a root beer float. I don't know. It was under five bucks for me to get these two cans plus a uh, twenty ounce Gatorade at the uh, place I was at a at a convenience store on the uh, Seneca Nation's reservation. So you know, no tax. But you know, they they weren't expensive. At least <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> like, like if was I stop at a gas station, a gate a twenty ounce Gatorade is like two fifty just right there. So. That leaves another $2.40 to be divvied, divvied up between these two sodas. So
0: so you didn't wind up loving them, but was it worth it to buy them just for the experience of trying something different?
1: Mm.
2: I was excited to try them to try them. Now that I have tried them, I think I'm more excited to tell people, no, 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 Don't don't
3: do that. Don't do that i didn't th- I Just, didn't think you know. they were bad if somebody wanted to try them I'd be like yeah, try it like they're fine they're fun like it's something different I mean did you try that the the coffee coca-cola that they put yeah. out
1: mm-hmm
3: that was pretty awful <laughs> do you try the uh, the hot hot nacho uh, I haven't tried
2: the hot uh the hot uh, I, I hot tried <laughs>
0: Yeah, you tried it, the Mountain Dew, um, Hot Cheeto Mountain Dew. I don't know, like, Mountain Dew is one of those things, like, if I see a, a new flavor of it, I'll always just buy a bottle when I'm, like, waiting in line to check out at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hot Cheeto one, it it wasn't super spicy. It was just kind of like a nice little tingle in the back, so you're like, oh, that was kind, kind of zippy, all right, but it tastes just like Mountain um, I think my favorite of like the new weird Mountain Dews that they've done is like just the pink lemonade one that came out, uh, mm-hmm. just because I used to love pink lemonade. Pink lemonade's delicious. It's one of those things like going to my grandmother, she would buy like the can of like the, the country time mix. I mm-hmm. would or just, or just eat it with a spoon.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. And the list guys, that's. The comic books we're looking forward to coming out June first, twenty twenty two. And John, you were talking before the show about the book that you're gonna be picking up, and I'm excited to hear more about this.
3: Uh yeah, so when um looking through the books, I saw that Marvel had put out an aliens book. Um I guess they got the rights when they bought Fox. And uh, the cover was actually pretty cool. It was kind of a queen take with people with face huggers on. Um and I was like, ah, "That looks pretty cool. Like, let's check this out." And um, I'm going to pick up the first trade, uh, Alien Volume One: Bloodlines. This is written by Philip K. Johnson, and then art is going to be by Inhok Lee and Salvador Larocca. And um, issues one through six for ten bucks, nine ninety nine. Well, that's not bad. It's that's not great. bad at all. Like it's it's a. A, a good priced jump in on this book I love Alien And Aliens um, You know Alien 1 Alien, Alien 2 I even like Alien 4
0: After Alien They all get fuzzy
3: <laughs>
0: I don't think I've ever
2: seen A single one Really Really? Yeah.
0: I know I've guys, seen more
2: you of them I, When I first hung yeah. out with you guys He knew I wanted to watch that movie I don't know, it's, you know. But you're a sci fi fan. Yeah. But he also hasn't seen Dune. And guys, you've also have now hung out with me at, since then. And I've never haven't I have never have i have not watched that movie. When yet, have because we ever I talk-
0: don't watch that many movies. But either. also, when do we ever talk about Alien besides like if something's happening?
2: If I saw that, I would have told you guys how I've seen it. Like um, i I talk to you guys about every
3: single movie I watch. I watched Alien on Christmas. Everybody had gone like we did our Christmas morning stuff. Everybody went to take a nap. I was by myself and I was like flipping through like what can I watch and Aliens was was on HBO and I was like all right, I'll, <laughs> I'll watch
0: Alien. Um it was great. So you've never seen Alien. Do you have any desire to? I guess that's the follow-up question.
2: I don't know, maybe near Halloween now because that seems like a good that seems like one I would handle and could watch for halloween like because kate gets and halloween now starts in my house in august mm-hmm. so um it's right around the corner so i gotta fill out that time have, of,
0: have you ever seen movies. i'm trying to think other like predator or, you've seen predator, yeah, right? predator i saw predator two and i love predator, predator one. i don't think people like that movie but i love it
3: I like Predator. It was great,
0: and I saw Predators with you guys. That's true. Yeah, um, I actually liked that.
3: It, was, it wasn't terrible, but it didn't, no, it was, it was good. Playing. It's mm-hmm. better. Um, it's better than the Alien versus Predator movies that they made. Have I, you ever seen book, comic book Have you ever seen Poltergeist? No, but I know of the scenes.
2: Like it's in okay. the zeitgeist. Like they're here, and you know, Yeah, right, move it, the
0: headstones, you didn't move the bodies. Okay, I didn't know that part.
2: That, oh, that's a huge part I, of it. I knew, I knew that they it was built on a Indian burial ground, and I'm like, most Indian tribes were migratory. Did they
0: carry their dead with that, them? Not an Indian burial ground. I think you're thinking about pet cemetery. Have you ever oh. seen pet cemetery? No, no. Oh, that would that would kill Paul. Um, it's so creepy. Emotional. What other '80s horror movies are like? I don't know. Maybe uh, Ro- I just took it for granted. What because about Rose the- comic book that John- shop? <laughs>
1: This is more interesting. When, when
2: does this take place, this alien movie? Uh, so is this it a takes... retelling of the Nostromo? Or is
3: it... Um, no, so this... Uh, a last... new egg is hatched? So, uh, Gabriel Cruz um, gave his life for the, the Weyland Co- Corporation. Um, and has actually survived an alien attack. He's now come back to Earth... His son is an old man because he's been in stasis for all this time. And he's trying to suck into this world. His best friend is a Bishop-esque robot. And he gets pulled back into the world of aliens because he's got nothing else going for him. Uh, it's hmm. how it, the, all the covers look cool. I mean, they're Salvador La Roca you know, covers, so you can't go wrong.
0: Salvador La Roca did some of my favorite X-Men stuff back when we, it was a little bit after we had gotten back into comics, but his is like, that I started buying X-Men again and I'm like, okay, yeah, this book looks great. Uh,
3: so it's, and it was just like, you know what, I'm, I love horror movies and there's no good, there's no new horror movies that really are any good.
0: It's all remakes now, which I'm okay with. Like some of that stuff yeah. gets me excited. Uh, every but... once in a while, you, you stumble
3: upon something, um, but I just can't find a good horror movie that just I just really like. And I love, I do love the Alien movies. Um, so yeah, I just was like, you know what? Let's give this a shot.
2: People seem to really like Hereditary and Midsummer.
0: I haven't and... watched Midsummer, but. I've heard um, good things, and I want to watch it. But Hereditary, dope. The no, Vich, don't. Vich, no, yeah, was it's good either. It's um, kind of boring. I want to watch that one. Um, it's I don't know what's good. My mom really liked the Northlanders. That's not Northlanders. I can't remember what the movie was uh, called. The Northmen. The Is North- it Northmen?
3: Did that the one North- the- Northmen? Yeah, but my mom
2: yeah, It's yeah. the new movie that just yeah. it came out just a little while. ago. <laughs> yeah, Ethan like, Hawke's
0: in it. Um, but my mom likes Viking stuff. She's a big fan of like the show. I I think it's literally just called Viking like, yeah. Vikings or the Vikings. Um Yeah. Because she she took like the the swappier inside of the the cheek test and found out that she is like three point eight percent like Nordic. Was, like, <laughs> Viking heritage. Here we Something go. Something else guys. to dress up as. She's one of those people. <laughs> right. Um, twenty six and you. Yeah, Uh, that's it. Paul, what are you going to be dressing up as based off of the comic books that you're consuming?
2: Uh, A a corpse of one of the Super uh, Justice League members because they have tragically fallen in battle. And now we see the aftermath in Justice League. Road to Dark Crisis, number one. uh, Written by a whole group of people and art by the same amount of people that did the writing. So... This seems to be like a little bit of an anthology, just lead-in book. It's $6,
0: pretty pricey, but it's 48 pages. So you said this before, like anthology. Do we think it's actually an anthology, or do we think it was just such a big book that maybe they are like, okay, uh, so-and-so, you write the the dialogue for these pages, someone else you draw it, kind of like they did with 52 back in the day, where it was like, Someone's coming up with a story and then like shipping it off to people. To
2: that would be cool if it's like fifty two, but I'm just like, well, not not like fifty two,
0: but is it kind of like book by committee? Almost. It might be.
2: Uh, I'm just seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different characters on the cover, so I'm assuming that we're going to get a focus on maybe a team up of a couple of them, and then just you know, what what's happening with the characters that are left on Earth that weren't uh, whisked away in the um, in the Death of the Justice League issue. So. Hmm. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll see. You know, it might be good, but it all starts here.
0: I thought it all crisis. ended here.
3: Did you guys oh, see there the there? Um, really cool Batman combined with uh, Superman for the new Mark Wade book? It's a, really, the cover? it's a really cool costume. Yeah, I guess at some point they. they oh. Not the half Batman. No, man, no. Like right straight down the middle thing that I'm no. used to. Not to get I off subject. I, the I listened to you, about. Paul, but I, all it did is made me
0: think of how cool that looked. Uh, no, I think I saw the cover you're talking about because it caught my attention. And. It's kind of made me more excited for reading World's Finest, which isn't going to be what I'm picking, because I'm picking Magic the Gathering number 15, because literally that's the only book coming out on June 1st that I'm buying. I even went to see what else was coming out that maybe would just spark my interest to talk about. No, there's really nothing else. Uh, but there's going to be a big Mark Wade, like uh, Batman versus Robin... Uh, story art coming out that's going to be spinning out of World's Finest. And I'm like, oh, like, good thing I'm enjoying World's Finest because that's something I, I'm i very interested in. Uh, written by Mark Wade, art by Mahmoud Asar. Uh So that's something I'll be picking up. So whenever that comes out for uh, Look Back, guys, yeah, that'll be my pick. But Magic the Gathering 15, uh, written by Jed McKay, art by Iguara. Just the ongoing Magic the Gathering story. I like me some magic. I like me some comic books. I like me some Planeswalkers. This is just a combination of all those things. So, yeah. Still buying this book. Still dig it. Still going to my comic book store looking for some of the alternate artwork covers because they're really cool and I like buying them so I can frame them and put them on my walls.
3: And that's going to get us into our next beer, guys. And I'm having from v- New Belgium Brewery, their Voodoo Ranger Juice Force. I wait, wait, wait. Don't we always do the dramatic reading and then the beer?
0: You literally asked, like, you want to get into the beer, and then you started it. That's <laughs> I why know, I was this clearing. is a classic thing that normally happens to me. That's why I was clearing my throat, because I thought you were going to throw it over to me. So guess what? And now, the
2: Magnum presents a dramatic reading from Star Wars Obi-Wan, number one, page five, panel four. Yes, this will be a bad one. (coughs) And that was a dramatic reading from Star Wars Obi-Wan, number one, page five, panel four.
0: I can't do old Obi-Wan. I don't know what he sounds like anymore. It's Alec Guinness.
2: Uh, I know, John. You do that kind no, of stuff no, to me, me all the time. Me first, <laughs> and Chris, you've done that stuff to me. Oh yeah, no, I, we do it. Where I, like,
3: we st- we do it to each other. That's
2: the okay. thing. As I'm not long mad. as we're all in on
0: the joke, I okay. yeah. I think I'm at the point now.
3: Just oh, did wait. you notice my mugging at you in the camera? Like oh, mm, mm, mm. I,
0: I th- wasn't sure if it was mean mugging or actual just mugging. I'm I sorry. think at this point in my life now, I've watched the prequels less than the original trilogy but i've probably watched more of the prequels just in like bits and pieces and memes like i've consumed more of the prequels than the original trilogy because they're omnipresent and this would be a great segue if we were jumping into the main topic but alas no we got one more beer yeah or you guys too? uh
3: so i'm having juice force this is a hazy Imperial IPA coming in at 9.5%, and this beer tastes like tang. Mm. It is so incredibly juicy and pineapple juicy, orangey, uh, and there's no way this is 9.5%, because I wow. could just, you could just guzzle this. It's ridiculous. So, uh, Chris, if you I, see this down there, get it, because you're going to love it um this you have the beers that claim they're like
0: tiki beers this is a tiki beer i know when i was looking for beer today when i went shopping i did see a new belgium like voodoo pack but i didn't look to see what was in it Uh, this isn't in it okay i'll take a look around and see if i can track that down it's a orange it's a big orange
3: box voodoo ranger's in a he's in a flight suit Uh, Chris, if you can find this, trust me, you're going to love it. Paul,
0: you're going to love it.
3: I'm telling you.
0: So you say it's tiki, but does it hit those tiki notes? Does it It checkmark all the boxes? It is
3: big pineapple with a little bit of like, at first you get like a little bit alcoholiness to it. Mm -hmm. But a few more sips in, you're just like, oh, this is is a tiki pineapple. Any kind of spice? Any kind of... Because tiki, you need a little bit extra. You need a little spice.
2: You need a little little something other than just
3: fruit. What I'm saying is, of all those beers that we, and namely you, Paul, have complained, this isn't a tiki drink, this is a tiki drink. This is a tiki beer. If they call this Voodoo Ranger tiki beer, it's going to get you fucked up. It 100% (laughs) has nailed it.
0: Okay, so it says they actually do have this at my beer store, so definitely something I could look at and uh grab on Friday probably. Just so I'm not going to guarantee I'll have it for next show, but I'll definitely
3: make uh, the effort. If you just find it out in a bar, you find it anywhere, Chris, just just enjoy it. Like you don't have to review you don't have to review it on a podcast for me. Oh. I just want you guys to enjoy it because I think
0: both of you will love it. Oh, no, I I like having <clears throat> beers to search out for the show. Um, and when I went to my beer store today, I noticed they had an alarming amount of stuff from Duclaw Brewing, and I picked up a lot of that. And the next beer I'm having is actually part of the Pastry Pastryarchy line. And I've had two other beers from this on the show, and neither one of them really impressed me, but this one seemed, like, basic enough that I was like, okay, even a subpar version of this beer would still probably be pretty good and this is their Macchiato Milk Stout uh, 6.5% ABV Uh, they say put a little pep in your pour, see there's subtle caramel notes, freshly ground vanilla beans and smooth secret signature coffee bun and my girlfriend loves her like sours and her fruit beers but she also really loves like Dry stouts for some reason, I can't. I can't explain it. I don't get it. Um, and I, I was there when she had her first dry stout and was like, "Hey!" And then she, and then she ordered another one. So now, like the other day when I went to the grocery store, like just to get like some quick stuff for dinner, like they had, um, like a six pack of the Guinness extra dry like stout. And I was like, Ooh. "All right, yeah, like I'll bring that home. Like why not?" Um, I don't get it, but when I was pouring my glass of this, I just like sipped a little bit off the edge of the can. I was like, Oh, she'll probably really dig this because it's a very nice stout. You do get that milk sugar sweetness. It is a milk stop, but then being that macchiato stout, it does have a very subtle, like vanilla spiciness up at the front. Um Of the pastry beers I've had, this is probably my favorite one because it's, the most simple i do have two more that i grab probably won't be drinking them tonight just because you know we're about to head into the main topic uh we've already been recording for a minute i don't know if i'm going to have them for the next show or it might just be for post-recording drinking um because they're getting bigger and bigger from here on out uh this is this is solid though um This has kind of restored my faith in the pastryarchy line, and it makes me look forward to the other two that I do have, which one's like a raspberry chocolate cake stout, and the other one's a chocolate cherry dessert stout. So, yeah. That's all I got for that. Um, Paul, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about? No, In lieu of uh, I drink. was
2: just going to ask you real quick, do you think that these Claws dessert beers scratch your itch for those uh, Blackwater series from Southern Tier? I th- or are they different breed?
0: I think it's what they're aspiring to be what Blackwater is. Um, I think for the most part, I've really enjoyed all the Blackwater stuff. Patriarchy. This one is getting there. This is the closest to that from what I've had so far. Once I have those next two, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But you're you're earning points right now, Jekla.
2: You know who else is earning points? We are. Because we're going to be talking about Obi-Wan in the main topic. When? Now. Which is when... May now? 25th, oh. <laughs> the 45th anniversary of the introduction of that said character. That's right. Today's the original Star Wars Day, the original release, movie release, opening of Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope, but it was just known as Star Wars during that opening. Uh
0: not weekend. It just opened, right? Like I don't know. I don't days. know how movies used to open. I don't know if they have a set day like it is now. Like I could probably else. just go back in time it's, here on my calendar, okay. but that's a lot of scrolling. Yeah, uh, nineteen
2: seventy-seven.
0: But guys, yeah, uh, like I said up at the front of the show, we are on the eve, eve of Obi Wan Kenobi coming out on Disney Plus, and I figured now is the best time to kind of take you know, one of our signature look backs at Obi-Wan Kenobi, a character that has been present through like most of the formative years of Star Wars. Like he was brought in as that mentor for Luke in the original trilogy, which we grew up with. We were already adults, quote unquote, when the prequels came out to see his rise to that level, uh, in the prequel series. And then after that, we got to see more of him in ancillary materials like Clone Wars, Rebels, the comic books. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi has been omnipresent. The video games. The, the video games. like He's everywhere. Jedi Power Battles, one of my all-time favorite PS1 games. Uh, on one, I, of, I heard... one of the best Star Wars games. If you
2: think? know that uh, Obi-Wan had his own title uh Xbox original video game, released only on the first uh, Xbox? I didn't have an Xbox, so I did not yeah. know that.
0: But yeah. I, f- I figured this is a great time to kind of just sit back, talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi through all of his various iterations, some of our favorite moments, and maybe you know some of the stuff that we're looking forward to seeing in Obi-Wan. So by the time you guys listen to this, Obi-Wan will have come out. Uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about it after the fact, but guys...
2: Awesome. Should I warm you guys up? Should we prove some nerd cred here with a uh, Obi Wan by the numbers
0: quiz? Oh, I I, I guess we could because Paul very, did Paul did some homework tonight. I'm,
2: uh, yeah, and I've been doing homework ever since ever since we started recording too because you know me. Uh, all right, so I'm going to start off uh, with this one: number of theatrical movies, so movies that were released in theater that Obi Wan is heard from. The answers <sighs> are all numbers. Have to, uh, you guys like, can work together. I was gonna it's say, not, do, okay, eight. I didn't
0: know if this was gonna be like buzzing in or anything. I think it's eight. Yeah. Well, because he's definitely in episode one, episode two, episode three, episode yep. four. He yep. appears again in episode five. Like mm-hmm. Luke, go to Dagobah, train with Yoda. Um. Return of the Jedi, you actually see Force Ghost Obi Wan like yep. walk around, sit down, and be like, hey, "I tried, your father." Different point of view. Um, mm-hmm. In Force Awakens, Force he's Awakens, a, they use both one voices. Of the
3: voices. Yep, uh, I don't think he's got any part in
0: the. I st- don't. I don't think he's one. in either one of those. I he's don't in, think... He's in the last
3: one when it's like, Ray, we believe in you. They do all yeah. those voices. So you're up to eight. It's eight. I think it's eight.
0: I, he, I don't think he's in Solo. <clears throat> I don't think he's in Rogue One. We're not counting any like TV stuff, right?
2: Not the TV okay. stuff. It has to be released in theaters.
0: Okay. Um, Clone Wars... Was released oh, in theaters so as that'd a be movie. Nine. So I'm gonna say that's nine. Yeah, that's so. nine.
2: So, so it's nine. Your final answer, or is it eight?
3: It'll be. It would be nine. Uh, yeah, uh,
0: we'll lock in. We'll that, that's
2: right. 2008. Clone Wars: The Animated uh, Movie did get re- uh, released in theaters, bringing the grand total to nine. You guys got all the movies.
0: So they I'm. Are, I'm glad you are. did say that. Like it had to be released in theaters because I was just thinking. Like I told motion it, picture movies. I totally forgot thinking, about that. But that yeah, the Clone original Wars. Clone Wars, like, premiere was released in theaters as a movie, and then it was broken into, I think, like, three or four episodes for television release.
3: But I did so. know off the bat how many he was in yeah. actual motion pictures. Nice, nice. Yeah, he did eight. Well, it's it's a motion picture still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It got, yeah, but live action, Except live tri- action. We'll see. Right,
2: live action. You know, these are tricky. The a number of Skywalker Saga movies... Uh, okay. That's true. Okay. Number of times that Obi-Wan in, in theatrical movies, uh, number of time Obi-Wan Kenobi says, hello there. Mm. It's very mm. memed. It's very meme You've seen it a lot.
0: I'm going to say three because there is the original when he sees R2-D2.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to say again in episode three because that's when he sees grievous and that's the one that became the meme mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna say maybe again in the clone wars because at that point it had been beamed out from episode three so like it was kind of expected of the character so when they brought him back they're like oh we we have you got to do a hello there Hello there, for Obi Wan is like a, I got a bad feeling about this. For literally any other character,
3: John, like, you, yeah. you can you can back I, me. I up. think you're you right because like... you when you said three, I held up three at the same time. Like that's how many I thought. So I, I'm I'm locked in at three with you, bud. All right. So it was only twice. Uh... Mm. He does not say it, uh, it
2: from everything I've seen. He did not say it in the uh, Clone Wars animated series. Okay. And in fact, people have said that. It's General Grievous that actually says his first words to Obi-Wan are, hello there. So, it's when Obi-Wan says it to him, to General Grievous, he's being sexy. I feel like he... Oh, I don't know about that. All right. Well, you can look up and do your own research later. Talking about the movies. How many different lightsabers did Obi-Wan use? Yep, makes
3: sense. Ooh, use.
2: Yes, not just like picked up because Anakin dropped it and it's like, hey, don't drop this. This is your life, Anakin. Use. Mm, this one's. Like, had to ignite.
3: John has a number. I got a number. John, start talking to me. Talk so, yeah, I'm going to say three. I'm going to say three uh, because he's got his original mm-hmm. one. He uses. I the, think he lost his original one when he fell. He when he fights in with when he fights with Darth Maul, he uses another lightsaber. It's not his. I think it's Kykwan Jin's, right? Kykwan Jin's, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then in two, somebody rolls up and throws him a lightsaber, mm-hmm. and then I guess four because he again gets his own. He gets another new lightsaber.
0: Right. So I guess. My guess would be, I'm I'm willing to support you on that decision because I know just from before it didn't seem like the lightsaber was like an individualized thing. It seemed like in the early days, it was like oh, someone put together something here's your lightsaber, and then the next movie is like "Uh, here's your lightsaber. I don't think there was like a lot of continuity, so I think some of it was just done explaining away like reasons afterwards. So. I'm gonna say yeah, four. All
3: right,
2: very very close. All the reasoning is solid, but it is five mm. because He's he does so use sloppy his with them. He did release his original during the fight with Darth Maul. He does use Qui Gon
3: the Dar- then, the Dooku. He uses another person's lightsaber during Dooku's fight,
2: right? No, he has to build a new one because he lost his first one mm. to, at the start of. Uh, the clone not clone wars what is that the attack of the clones mm-hmm. then he loses that one when he gets cu- uh, captured by city uh, by uh, Count Dooku he does get another he uses a, another blue one that somebody because hey like, yeah, yeah, I had an extra and then he builds his own his uh, actual master one that he keeps for the rest of his life so real quick question how many does Anakin use in the movies
3: Ooh. All right, so he has his—he has his first one.
0: He uses—he he uses Obi-Wan ones. when he kills Dooku because Dooku. he does like the scissor thing.
3: And then he has his red one, which—I mean, right? He does he have a red one for he, the fight in the third one?
0: No, he still has no. his blue one.
2: He, I shouldn't ask. But then
0: answer. he has a. I'm diff- not
2: counting. I'm not counting Lord Vader, Darth Vader. Darth Vader is a different person from my point of okay. view
0: because this is an Obi Wan quiz. It's true from a certain point of view. Okay, yeah. I, I I feel like it's Star Wars, so you're always. Okay, so, a smart choice right, because so, everything's okay, so always in it's threes. It's two
3: because he uses Obi wans same he ha- he the same hit- thing with Intact of the clones he loses them and somebody gives him one right in that mm-hmm. fight scene So uh, I think I think yeah I think it's I think it's
0: th- I'm going to say 3 Yeah I Chris? I I support that decision
2: Uh much like his master he he keeps uh, the same traditional life He uses five as wow. well. Wow. Okay, so so break uh, so, this down.
0: Are, are there ones that we like clearly forgot? I was like, oh, in like episode two, he picks up like episode,
2: episode one. He it ne- doesn't touch a lightsaber. Yeah. He just you know is wizard in a ship. Episode I'll try two, spinning.
0: That's a good trick.
2: <laughs> episode two, he has his Padawan lightsaber that he built that gets destroyed on the conveyor belt. Yeah, oh. when he gets like chunked on a yep. thing. I forgot yeah. about that one. Then yeah. somebody comes up. And hands rolls him up a lightsaber. During the Dooku fight in that movie, he uses the one that Obi Wan uh, had. So he uses both the blue and the green. Then in um, Episode Three, he ends up using Count Dooku's and his own, uh, which is okay. the Anakin saber, the, the the Skywalker
0: saber. So that's your five. Mm. I, I I forgot about him on the conveyor belt with like the plate metal that gets, pitching. Right. Yeah, that's a good. Right, so a here's good this one. second to last question. And also here I am like treating my lightsaber that I made like the holy grail. Like I know. doesn't leave my apartment even. And these people, go through them. these What's actual right. Jedi people masters, laugh at me for having three. I need at
3: least two more. I don't. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I let a three-year-old play with mine, so they're just like throwing
2: them everywhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Uh, Okay.
2: Since uh, we're going to talk, second to last question: the age of Obi-Wan Kenobi at his death, when he fights Vader for the final time, and then becomes one with the Living Force. uh, When was he struck down? And to become more powerful. Than he could ever imagine
3: so what it's it's at what age it's 18 years between episode three
0: and episode 4 right I, I, I think answer it, that I think it's around there because by the time you meet Luke in episode one he's he's a teenager like 17 18 definitely so all right so we know he's older than 18 <laughs> yes
3: Good, good <laughs> Good starting point. Good starting point.
2: Yep, yep.
0: Um, Do I need to do the Me feud? Like, good answer. Good answer. (laughs) I'm
3: going to say
0: 58. Assuming he's late teens, early 20s in the prequels. Because, like, episode one, he still has his Padawan Mm -hmm. braid there. Um, and then by the time we jump into episode two, it's like 10, like not 10, but it's a good amount of years later. Wow. Is, yeah. is, it's, it's, is 50, like how old he's supposed to be in a new hope? I I think. All right. So John, uh, said- John, what did you say? He said 58.
3: Uh, yeah. That would mean in the third movie he was 40. You know? And then you add the 18 of those years of him he's on that a, planet. He's
0: a great-looking 40. Um, I'm fucking 40! You're <laughs> going <gonna, laughs> you're you're to be... You wouldn't be any a of us. Yeah, oh, I'm like, not a movie yeah, star, yeah, right, but yeah.
3: hey, I got most of my hair... I don't have a lot of gray in it. I'm looking pretty darn good for forty.
0: Are you, you and oh, McGregor though? No. Yeah, none of us are, and no. we can be okay with have that, the uh, They had to
3: the doctor him up to make him look old in this thing, and he's the same <laughs> age. Isn't he like the same age or older than uh, Alec Guinness was? <laughs> don't worry, that'll be the lot- uh,
2: last <laughs> question.
0: Um, no, yeah, John, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you, fifty-eight. I- Right. I, I think that the math's there, but that, the math that, that is was there, all guys. George Lucas. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out later. Yeah,
2: uh, you, Chris, you, you hit the nail on the head. He was a late Padawan. He didn't become a Padawan to Obi Wan Kenobi or into to Qui They, they talk he, he about that
0: when yeah. Obi Wan's talking to Yoda.
2: Yeah, uh, he fights and defeats General Grievous at the age of thirty eight. So he's not forty in that movie. He's thirty-eight. You know, okay. a little younger than us. And uh, then it's nineteen years between. Okay.
0: Really so he's close. Fifty-seven.
3: Fifty-seven. 57. Hey, I, so real close. I mean, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. yeah.
0: That's fantastic. I would I would count that as a win. Like that's.
1: I'm giving that's myself, I'm giving math myself there. points yeah, for that. That counts.
0: That counts.
2: So so guys, how old is Ewan McGregor right now? <laughs>
3: Uh, even
0: I. He's got it. Can I he, don't pay attention to actors like this. I don't. I don't know. Right, I don't. But care. it's a
2: it's a quiz. No, it's a quiz. No, it's,
0: yeah, it's trivia.
2: It's it's a trivial quiz.
3: I'm gonna say fifty four.
0: Oh my gosh.
3: Because he, like, I was a teenager and he was playing somebody in their 20s. Are you
0: train spotting? Yeah. I'm trying to use train spotting as my, like, point of reference.
3: Student. So train spotting's in the. So train spotting's in. What, like, 92? No, it'd probably be like
0: 94, 95. I so think it was he's 94. Because I was. 20 I, I remember seeing advertisements for it in comic books that I was reading
3: 22 uh, maybe we say he's 23 and 95 so There's a lot of that 40 so okay so yeah he's like, hey, like 50 50 53 54
0: I think that's a good number I think I think you're overshooting it Paul I, I don't
2: know. I've, I you don't have a guess, Chris? I know. you're saying lock, I, lock in a guess. You're saying he's overshooting it. I don't want to just say a number.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> McGregor isn't going to be upset. Who's going to be upset? because no, I'm nobody's going to be upset. I'm erring more on the younger side of things, but I I don't. I want to say
3: Paul late, Chris late. How late much
0: forties at the moment. So
3: he's. He's eight years older than
0: you? He looks good. I, that's all <laughs> I know. it been Jude Law. I don't know. Like, we just watched uh, Fantastic Beasts uh, Crimes of Grindelwald, the second of the Fantastic Beast movies. And watching that movie, I'm like, man, Jude Law is playing a young Dumbledore, but even that Dumbledore is supposed to be like 50 or 60 years old. Because by the time you meet him in Harry Potter, he's like 100 something. I'm like, Homie looks good. Um, what did you say, John? Sorry. There's I a said lot fi- of numbers. 53,
2: 54. He said 53, 54. He's waffling. He won't even give uh, me a solid fifty one 54. 54. Chris, you're saying 49? What are you saying? 50? 50. 50 fifth, oh, what, fifth, what are you saying? 50. 50 even. Yeah. Uh, between the two of you guys, so you guys are right. It's 52? 51. Oh. 51. <laughs> hey, so there so you go. It and Alec Guinness. Was uh, between sixty two and sixty three, you know, because he had a birthday when he played Obi Wan Kenobi in A New Hope. So the math all is checking out, guys.
3: It's, it's pretty. I was
2: pretty close. And Obi Wan Kenobi was canonically fifty nine in A
0: New Hope. So L- L- living on that desert planet ages you, man. Uh, Jude Law is uh, forty nine. <laughs> Thank you, that up. Okay. thank you for looking that up.
1: <laughs>
0: Jude Law younger <laughs> than and McGregor. I appreciate that. I would put them like close. I would have said fifty for him too. So cool.
2: Hey, there we go. Um, well, he might have a birthday coming up. I didn't look for when
3: his birthday was. Maybe he'll turn fifty. So. Train spotting was nineteen ninety six. Wow.
0: I think, Okay, right. I said. 94. So you guys feel warmed um, up? Do you
2: feel like we've uh, established some nerd cred on uh, guys? On
0: w- yeah, I'm, re- I'm. I'm ready to talk about some Obi Wan Kenobi because. Again, like, I'm super excited for the show coming out. This was one of those things that people have been wanting and champing at the bit for for years. They want to see that kind of lost time for Obi-Wan Kenobi after the Clone Wars, after Revenge of the Sith, when he was on Tatooine watching over Bebe Luke, uh, leading into when we first officially meet him in Star Wars A New Hope Um, we got some glimpses of this in the Marvel Star Wars comic uh, from like the journals of Obi-Wan Kenobi which really fun issues like I highly recommend those ones if you want like a great jumping on point for the Star Wars comics Um, we'll talk about Ewan you McGregor Young prequels Obi Wan later, but in the original Star Wars, at no point was Obi Wan a character that I would count amongst my favorites or someone that I would even listen to, probably like my top 10 Yeah, because characters. he's a side character. He's,
3: he's nah. a grampy. And I want to follow the
0: hot, hot cool dudes. But sometimes. Sometimes Grampy's Grampy's gonna be cool though. Gandalf's a Grampy. Everyone loves Gandalf. Nobody likes you mean old, old Ben Kenobi. You mean Ben Kenobi? <laughs> Let's hop to near
3: the Dune scene.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. I I, I would agree. Like Obi Wan was just that kind of mentor kind of figure, but nobody. <laughs> he was there to. He was yeah. there to start. The he was story. supposed to give you Nothing some backstory and then kind of that. tell you about right. the force. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's not. It's not to the prequel movies that everyone's like
0: Obi Wan's the shit. Of course, I. Yeah. And I do like Alec Guinness's Sir Alec Guinness's portrayal of that character because he does appear as that elder statesman warrior character that you believe he was someone that was a knight in the olden days 20 years before that Uh, because, you know Empire Rose, Galaxy fell to shit Uh, I believed him in that role but it didn't become anything until we did finally get him in the prequels that I was like, oh no Obi-Wan's cool and that's when he quickly rose to become one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Yeah, it's
2: definitely in the prequels, but even in the prequels, he's the side character. He's the one telling Anakin to calm down. He's not leading the plot. He goes
3: off on his own adventures. Here yeah, but and you there, get. In Clone he's... Wars, you get cool detective Obi Wan. And I think that's when I was like. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's got this cool thing He goes into the diner and he's like Hey, tell me about this And then he's oh, This is from the floor And or... then he's, he's off on another Like mission, he's by himself mm-hmm. He's fighting Jango Fett And he's He's cool Like, Attack of the Clones, yeah. my favorite thing Out of those movies is All the Obi-Wan stuff And it's because he's cool Anakin's whiny and annoying throughout all of those movies, and the person who is the coolest in those movies is Obi Wan.
2: Yeah, Master, what are we? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna get a drink. <laughs> you know, he just goes up there, gets a drink. Somebody's trying to sell him some death sticks. He's like, nah, mind control. <laughs>
0: You want to rethink your you decisions, or you think your, your choices? You don't want to sell me sticks. and then he
2: then so you know the uh, the assassin rolls up on him, and he just whoop, whoop, <clears throat> off of the hand again, you know, or for the first time,
1: yeah. So good.
0: So, what do you guys think of the original idea and kind of fan theory that originally Qui Gon wasn't a thing, and it was supposed to be just. Obi-Wan Kenobi rolling into Tatooine to pick up baby Anakin from the get-go. But then he realized, like, oh, we need some star power in this movie. And that's when they got in Qui-Gon
1: Jinn. Well, with
2: my whole thing with Qui-Gon in the movie is he's just a blank slate. There's not much to him. It's with the extended stuff where he's... Like the rebellious the rebellious. But that's the like the. That's stubborn,
0: where the I'm... And that's part of where the idea comes in that, like, oh, Qui Gon was an afterthought because even in the original trilogy, Obi Wan refers to Yoda as his master. He doesn't mention Qui Gon Jinn, who technically was his master as he was a Padawan, because by the time you see. Like Obi Wan as a ma- like master, he he's already at that level. Like Yoda didn't teach him at Yoda all. Yoda like
2: te- was- teaches him for the first twelve years, you know, because he's a uh, because he he's a late he's late well, to getting you. a master. And uh, and what's he, when he's talking to Luke, he's talking about his first steps, his first training. You, uh, you'll be instructed by Yoda, like he instructed me. He never says master. He just says you'll be instructed by.
3: And I'm pretty sure <laughs> they he You're refers ADC to him as master.
0: Or, like that's in the pre in the prequels. Well, he's yeah. <laughs> well, they're all they're all masters though. Like anybody on the council is technically a master. Like it's an it honor would be a great, if great insult the if sir. they were to sit like, on that's... the council
2: and not be named master. It would be outrageous.
0: <laughs> it would be a great insult to the council if you were placed on the council without having earned it because a senator was like, No, this dude's this dude's gonna be on the console with you. Yeah. Politics The real secret enemy of the prequels. Um No, I I do like Obi Wan in the first movie, but he seemed kind of tacked on, and it's really not until Attack of the Clones where you get Obi-Wan and you're like no, I like the suit I mean, I liked him in the prequel uh Phantom Menace and Duel of the Fates is an awesome sequence like it's a fantastic scene but I feel like we don't get the Obi-Wan we all know and love until Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the yeah. Sith too Kind of going where you were going. He's cool. Sorry, I was, I was. Two and three, he's cool. No, he's so cool. Like, he's cool and he still manages to be, like, stuffy and stodgy. Like, when you get Anakin jumping out of, like, their hover car on Coruscant.
1: Yeah.
0: He's like. Obi-Wan's just over him at that point. But I do still believe in them as friends and kind of like pseudo-brothers at that point, which does carry that weight into uh, Revenge of the Sith. When you do finally get that long-fabled showdown between the two of them. And
2: there's that history there that's in that fight where they both know each other's moves. And I know that fight scene gets picked apart because, you know, they got the... You know the the named o- Obi Annie, which is just twirling your lightsaber ooh, 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 ooh. to your side. you know? Uh but it's them basically doing each other's moves in parallel because they're they're the mirror image of each other at that point. They're they're and it, I like that yeah. being the mirror image, and it isn't the <clears throat> fight scene that we get in a New Hope where it's two masters of the trade that have just home. I was going to say yeah, it's so it's such it, a
3: bad such a bad fight and even like well and and I know and I know you had the original movies and then you have those prequels but they make the lightsaber fighting so cool and fast and this big pace thing and then even when mm-hmm. Luke fights Vader it's you know like it's
0: just It's much more measured and calculated later on, and that's kind of something that you do see even in Star Wars Rebels, when you do get that Obi-Wan meeting Darth Maul in uh, the Twin Suns episode, where like all of their moves are so calculated. And that's one of my favorite Rebels and Star Wars and lightsaber moments of all time, because it's two well, masters just like meeting, and it's the samurai duel. It's like the two people meeting it's, it's on the sands, and it's like Sink. it's a scene from Seven um, Samurai. When because the guy's like, "They, they made their choice." No, I won. It's like,
3: "No, you didn't. I won." It's like, "No, I won." It's like, "Well, to prove it to me, do it for real." And then it is. It's just that, and he kills him. It's
0: also in the. Pr- and that's all that okay. George Lucas. I'm go
2: to defend but the pre I, I th- uh lightsaber battles. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are
1: um, you talking about lightsaber
2: styles? They didn't train in okay, lightsaber versus lightsaber training because there was nobody to battle. There was no Sith around. <laughs> there was nobody using lightsabers. So with the times that they did pull out their lightsabers, it was usually to fight big crowds of enemies, and that's why there's all this jumping around, and also to quickly deflect blaster fire. It's, they're yeah. whipping around the lightsaber real quick. Because they're constantly having to defend and fight against blasters versus fighting against a lightsaber. So later on, when they basically start focusing on, oh, there's these inquisitors about that fight with lightsabers. we got to get better at defending ourselves with lightsabers. Then, yeah, the forms become a lot more measured and a lot more precise movements. And you get that awesome scene, uh, uh, episode, uh, season 5, episode 20, Twin Suns from Star Wars Rebels. And you then get the New Hope battle and stuff like that, where it's measured. I'm gonna pick my spots where I'm swinging because it's not blaster fire anymore. It's, they're now focused on lightsaber combat. That's my defense.
0: That's why they're all jumping around. Yeah. your your defense is solid. Your Does defense you is sound. You got to move. Um, just looking looking at it from outside the bubble. I think they realize like no, we need to make lightsaber duels cool and impactful, and that's why every one of the movies has
1: mm-hmm.
0: like a break, like a literal stop in the movie where you then get people like we're walking around, we're measuring each other up, zoom lightsaber comes out because that's the moment. As a fan, like we're talking about Star Wars because we are Star Wars fans, like. You want that moment where, like, oh, the lightsabers are coming out. Yeah. Here we go. Like, And I think the movie, like, the prequels do deliver on that. Like, that promise of, like, a lightsaber's coming out. You're going to get a cool action scene. Where the origin tridge is more like, okay, you have a lightsaber coming out. It's going to be more of a story-based. Like, these are two opposing characters coming into conflict over something, and this conflict is now going to decide where the story's going, where it was more of an action beat in the prequels. Because those movies did need a little the bit action. Outside the space battles, because the prequel space battles are really well done. I do like those a lot. I think they're better than the original, like, Assault on the Death Star. I think the prequel battles are space battles are top tier. And also right? you got yes, battles, battles which are kind of cool,
2: especially the out- opening scene in uh, Revenge of the Sith. You got the you know, right before the General Grievous's capital ship starts crashing, like it's the two ships just firing yeah. batteries at each other. But we're talking about Obi Wan, right? Like
0: that's that was that was. <sighs> We're, it's all about but you know it's still all about well, we weren't talking Obi-Wan about him no matter how you him. get around it um yeah he's constantly getting knocked out he's um
2: yeah but that's why he's
0: so cool because he's always taking a nap he's still great uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean and you gotta take those naps on that harsh desert planet of tattooing um I'm hoping we do get to see something of him in Andor. I know we have Obi-Wan coming out. That's why we were doing this show. But so much of the Rebellion is built on what came from the prequels that I would love to see some hints to his involvement as General Kenobi, as one of like the surviving Jedi. Um, we didn't talk about it in The Weekend Geek, but apparently... Other upcoming series, the Acolyte is going to be drawing strongly from Legend stuff, but spinning out of the uh, High Republic. It's era. at the
2: end of the High Republic too, so it's only a hundred years the, the, before this,
0: and the per- the uh, before Phantom Minutes. As a Star Wars fan, I love to see the lead up and lead into other stuff. While I also at the same time despise being like spoon fed origin stories for stuff, it's hard to placate us, I guess. Um, I'd love some like super early Obi Wan stuff because I feel the Obi Wan we get in Phantom Menace is just there to be someone that can kind of pick up the reins as Anakin's older brother. I would like to see an actual young Obi Wan somehow doing something. Qui-Gon K- K- Kui- 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 was his master, but, yeah. Yoda, sure. Where he's standing there, just with like the training joint in front of him, being like,
1: dude,
0: dude, instruct dude," him. as it shoots at him. <laughs> mm, lost the <laughs> credit, Master Obi-Wan has.
1: It's a real, it's a
0: real bitchy thing you did <laughs> to him, too. Yo- Yoda, 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 that's not a joke. Things are about to get really bad. You should take note of that. And then afterwards, go to the council and be like, <laughs> no, yes, make fun uh, of this. I'm going to show up in a cool what serious plan. We have, like, this, that should have been a thing. He doesn't? A perimeter creates survivors we must protect. Like... I do like you on the prequel. Sorry, guys, I'm you Don't not being make a big deal of it in I'm front just of the kids. Doubting his leadership That's skills, Sam. You, you just, you know, <laughs> they're about to. Be... Yeah, those kids need to learn because they're <laughs> about to all be cut down and killed. Three years from now, uh, they get cut well, down and
3: killed. Not only that, but they cut out the scene. They cut out the scene of like Obi Wan walking out there and be like. That that little fucker which does that in front of those kids, I'm going to punch him. Next time he does it, I'm going to punch him. He's going to go right <laughs> up that dude's hand, and he's going to go flying a mile.
0: <coughs> i kick that dude so hard he's going to sound like
2: Miss Piggy. <laughs> from the, from the series, I do want to see... Uh. I, I know it's... They, they, they haven't even rumored. There is, like, no talk about uh, Liam Neeson coming back at all. But I, I want to see...
0: A lot of see fan that supposition, though. You know, talking.
3: I, I'm, I, I, I had a conversation with someone before, and I was like, I'm worried that this series is going to be boring. Like that's my biggest worry. I want cool, Obi Wan gotta lead people off this planet gotta get them away from luke gotta do that like just being like cool and off on an adventure and it's just like constantly like got out of that frying pan what fuck i'm in another frying pan
0: i think from what we've seen just in the trailers and lead-up footage we'll probably get that um I have higher hopes for this show than I did Book of Boba Fett. Because solely just based on the fact that they're bringing the Inquisitors into it. And it's going to be Obi-Wan as that man on the run. And I think, again, we're recording this before the show comes out. Two days before. Star Wars Day, 25th. um, I think him... Anytime you see him in those trailers off-planet is because he realizes, like, he needs to get off planet, not just to keep himself safe, but because Luke's there. I think it's going to be him, like, I have to go, like, I was here to protect this kid. Me being here is now putting this kid in danger. I got to get to these weird backwater, like, Batuu-esque planets where it's just, like, a hub for people coming and going. Um... I I think you're gonna get some action in this and I'm hoping they just don't want to give it away in those trailers because I'm counting on seeing Obi-Wan fighting inquisitors on his way to like his next plan that he's jumping to to get away.
3: I just <coughs> I just really hope there aren't those scenes where like he's with somebody and they're like How are we going to get out of this? And he sees, like, a little purple, like, lizard crawl up a tree. And then there's a flashback to him and Anakin. And Anakin's like, oh, master, you're so stupid. Those are ramacoligans, And if you step on them, they put out a gas that'll make you float. And then he's like, oh, don't you know? And then he, you know.
0: I'm uh, so since worried George, that, that since George Lucas isn't doing this show, so Obi Wan is like With
3: them bringing back Hayden Christians, it's it's the it, it's the bringing back of Hayden Christensen that makes me worried that they're going to be doing a lot it's of him flashback the stuff, right? And he's coming for you.
0: I th- I think it's Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader, kind of calling the shots sending the Inquisitors out, because I think this is going to be a younger Darth Vader who's still kind of settling in his role to send people out to hunt down Obi-Wan because, like, I know he's still out there, but they're also still trying to build up what the Empire is at that point, so much like we had in the, like the comics, this is going to be middle management <laughs> Vader who's delegating out his tasks to other people while they're they're building the Death Star, and you might get some Hayden Christensen like in the back to tank or getting suited up, but I don't think you're going to see flashbacks. And if I'm wrong, I'm All wrong. Right. Like I'm not staking anything. So up. that's I I think John. That's
2: your flashbacks. worst case scenario for cameo is flash bad flashbacks of Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Uh, Chris, do you have yeah. a worst-case cameo? I'm sorry, John, is that not your uh, worst-case cameo? Or I,
3: I'm worried it's going to be boring, and I'm worried it's going to be kind of stupid stuff like that.
0: Mm. Uh, my worst-case scenario is we get Watto <laughs> back in. Hey, Obi-Wan, my friend! How's your friend's slave doing? Oh, he's Sith? I don't know. His mom dead. That I don't want that. Um, that was my Watto impression. In case you guys, it needed were to be just curious. a little more racist. <laughs> it, it already hurt my voice. Like I'm already like reaching for my drink. I'm like, oh, I finished my other beer. Chris, by
3: the way, did Vita you have Lua to was... get a Stein as big
0: as you? This is from Sideward. sir. This was one of my Christmas gifts. Uh, is there punks in the waiting room? Uh, lager sign. It holds a whole can. Like, that's all I need. Uh, also, sidebar, the pastry Um I had the chocolate raspberry brownie one. 7.6% uh, ABV. Really nice raspberry tart. Smooth chocolate sweet on the back end with a little bit of stout dry. Thumbs up. Nice. That was my beer, you guys. Uh, Paul, what's your worst case uh, something scenario? Something
2: very hamstrung that's coming from, like, the Loniverse, just to put that character in there that serves no like if the Bad Batch show up like the full Bad Batch somehow from like,
3: I, I, what I heard and I think it's shown that she's been cast is the Obi Wan girlfriend Omega, yeah. that he ha- the team that he had well then she's,
0: that's going to be flashbacks that she's
3: supposed to be popping
0: up in it I'd be okay with seeing more and I the because. You can tie that into, like, all the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett stuff, then. Which, I'm okay with connected tissue that works, makes sense, and then drives some story forward.
2: I just don't want the flashbacks that shrink the universe more and more. So, like, oh, you need these a like, group of fighters to show up. Oh, it's going to be the Bad Batch. Uh, you need, you know... Um, I don't even know. I was...
3: What was the name of the the female Sith who was like the main antagonist in the Clone Wars? Uh, that's Ventress? It
2: Haas Ventress, yes.
3: Good job. Yes, yes. She's... Did she die in that series? She dies in the books.
0: Uh, Ahsoka. Okay. She's kind of more of a counterpoint to Anakin. Up. I I feel like I don't think she,
2: she she actually gets redeemed and she goes up back off uh, she goes off and
3: has her own adventure. Yeah, that's what I was, I thought um, like she'd be kind of cool to pop up.
0: Yeah, I I'd, I'd be down to see a live action Ventress in something because she is one of those like fan favorite characters from the Clone Wars And the characters. two of those
2: two, Obi-Wan and Ventress in the Clone Wars, man, those two were a sassy powerhouse. There was just some tension there, like they used to date or something. It was great.
3: Um,
2: that so would be just...
3: best case scenario now. Thanks, John. That's my <laughs> I was like, I would like um, her to show up. If she doesn't show up in that, it'd be cool like in Ahsoka. And it's another yellow lightsaber. Or at least her Padawan on
2: saber was yellow.
0: Um, I'm not sure. So, oh, I don't know. I I, did, I never read the Ahsoka book. I It's on my list of things to read to get into, like, the current expanded universe stuff. Um, but one of the other things I want to ask you guys, what's your favorite Obi-Wan moment from what we've seen so far? It could be, like original prequels just love that Owen Lars wars. burn on him
2: from the, tra- from the trailer from the trailer yeah. and then Obi-Wan, that's why Obi-Wan doesn't really care that Owen gets burned later
3: <laughs> so,
2: who's,
3: uh, uh, who's I, burned now Lars <laughs> who's burnt now we took <laughs> we took a pause and Chris had to leave and Paul and I had a, a Star Wars discussion and and in that I said I really like I actually really like um, Attack of the Clones. Like, it, it's not a perfect movie, but I really love Obi-Wan detective story going on that mm-hmm. adventure by himself. I like that bit, and I really love... It's short-lived, but his his fight with Jango Fett. Like, I really enjoy okay, that. no,
0: that's... I do think that's an awesome moment when they're on Kamino, and, like, he's just, like, pulling out all his. All the stops, just like try to get this guy from leaving,
3: and and even uh, the thing of you know he goes to the to the diner.
0: that's I know. from the. That's one of my favorites, and it's solely because of listening to the Mr. Sunday Movies podcast, where like Dexter Jester is one of their favorite characters <laughs> because in. Like, this universe-spanning, galactic Civil War movie, multimedia franchise. You have one of your main characters going to a diner (laughs) and sitting down and talking with, like, the prep cook. It's so stupid. And the fact that they... And by they, I mean Lucasfilm sat down... And designed that CGI character to have like a oh, but, weird mustache, a wispy mustache, is <laughs> so bizarre, and it's so great. Uh, that's probably up there on my list of favorite Obi Wan moments, and the, and, um, and and the Grievous fight. I mean, that Grievous fight, the, is the Grievous fight is great. Um, that's that's also up there. Um, but my favorite Obi Wan moment is. It's such a significant moment for that character because it's something that we had always heard about and been promised. It was that fight on Mustafar where he's fighting Anakin and it's that moment where he literally like chops Anakin in half and he's like I loved you. Like yeah. You were my brother. Like You were supposed to be the chosen one. Like, you were supposed to save us from the dark side, not fall to it. Like for I me, mean, like, that sums up Obi-Wan. It's just that, like, trust that he had in Anakin. In spite of Anakin just being, like, that shitty kid that's jumping out of the cloud car, it's him, like, leaping through, like, the hyper lift. Like, all those steps that Anakin made that Obi-Wan was like, oh, this kid, like, Obi-Wan believed in that prophecy. And it was, that was the breaking point for him. It was like, no, you were supposed to, to stop this. Like you fell to it. What the hell, man? Like,
1: yeah.
0: I was with you through every step, and this is how this is how you you repay me. Like, I I love that moment. It's it's. And he's like, and then he's like, I'm gonna take your kids, and you're never gonna know about them.
3: <laughs> well, not only that, he just leaves them to slowly try to climb out of the sand, just to fall into the lava. Um, there is that there's that one fan theory where when the um, in the Darth Maul fight in the first movie, like when it the, the, the beams close and you see Qui-Gon meditating, Qui-Gon realizes that he has to die to save everything, to have Anakin fall, to have the balance come with Luke. Because if he raises him, he'd he would fall later and become worse. uh, He'd he'd be
0: worse. Ugh. That he that just means Qui Gon shitty.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's like the R five or R seven or whatever it is. Uh, you know, breaking the his motivator goes because you know he's he's force sensitive droid. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know if I completely agree with that. You know, like, he knows that something, like, that's something that specific happens. But maybe he has a sense that, hey, if I die here, it, everything, you know, things will work out. Like, because the, at that point... The way things the, the, are
3: supposed to go are going to go. Yeah.
2: The Well, no, it's in the Clone Wars, right? Or in, uh attack of the clones that's when they realize that their ability to see the future their power is diminished and they, they can't like there's this you know the dark side is like clouding their visions also uh so yeah I don't know if I would say that he sacrificed himself because he knows specifically but maybe he has a say
3: you know because he does die, he does die kind of like a bitch. He gets that head bob, but he's like masterfully fighting him up until that point when he gets a little like, you know, throwing off his that, game. that's
0: part of the that's part of the Qui Gon just being an afterthought, and they wanted to bring someone else in as like the elder statesman because at that point Anak or. Obi-Wan would have been too young to be an actual master. I, I don't mind Qui-Gon in the movies, but Qui-Gon doesn't really bring anything to to the trilogy like Obi-Wan does. Yeah, no, I agree.
3: He could have been a better character. Um,
0: I mean, yeah.
2: Anakin is. is a better character outside of the movies. Like, the things that get tacked onto him later.
0: Because in the movies he just explains what midi are, and I and feel why like he believes
2: in this weird prophecy
0: that nobody. Ana-
3: else knows. Anakin, Anakin, and um, and Obi Wan, I-, I wish they would have met in those movies. They were both padwans. <laughs> like I just feel like that would have been something better than meeting this little shit kid, and also higher also hire a, a better kid actor no um, no
0: offense to Jake 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 Lloyd did the best that he could yeah. I
3: absolutely did i, we, I mean he, it was his dream probably to it. be that but
0: we talked about it before because there was a i can't remember if it was like variety or someone had like a mini documentary up on their youtube about one of the other kids that was in the for now, like, the final three for becoming young Anakin. And they put out, like, his like casting tapes and this kid, like, he sold it. Like, I would have loved to have seen him actually be Anakin, but George liked Jake Lloyd more and that's just the route that they went. Um, because the... Jake Lloyd had a likability that he wanted Anakin to have and I I feel bad because I don't remember the actor's name who was passed out but he played it too dark and that was a choice that he made like he wanted to be like no he's a kid but there's like a darkness there like (laughs) this kid was like I'm 10 and like I need to sell like this kid's gonna become Darth Vader Mm -hmm. and that's just not what George Lucas went with and I think that's the the stumbling point for a lot of Star Wars is George Lucas is a great idea man, but the best choices that happened in the series were made by other people.
3: Paul, did I say that? Yeah, in our, that's, that's what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it it took him like going out to other people that are like, no, this should happen, and then. That's what people celebrate about the franchise. Laser swords. Laser swords.
2: <laughs> Let's call them a lightsaber. Laser swords. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ugh, laser swords just doesn't sound good. It could have gone so Flash Gordon, and I'm glad it did Well, it was supposed to be. but I I know that, that but that, that's what it was based and, on. Indiana but Jones was supposed no, to be a 007 movie. Nobody has... Couldn't get the rights. Great memories about Flash Gordon. But guys, uh, just to round it up, Obi-Wan coming out this weekend. I know Friday I have off from work for unrelated reasons, because I want to try to go on the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster that's opening at Epcot, but definitely second on my list of things to do
2: Friday. Where does uh, Stranger Things Season 4 start? Uh, Part 1. Fall. Fall.
0: Uh, that's that's a number three Because I love me some Disney theme parks I love me some Marvel comics So Guardians is number one obi Wan's number two Then Stranger Things I'm going to try to Space this one out I don't want to watch it like I did the last season Where I just binged it all in one day uh, But then my number four Rating this over on my <laughs> Podcasting Listening uh, venue of choice. And then number five, make sure I emails over at MeganBordcast at gmail.com. Just my thoughts on Obi Wan Kenobi and um, the podcast in general. If I got it, Paul. Yeah, if I got anything on the goofs
2: wrong, email me. Do it. <laughs> I
1: dare you. Dare you. Unlimited emails. <laughs> <laughs>